0: A lot of people wonder, why did the United States government cover up the Roswell incident back in 1947? Um, there are several reasons, and there's one big reason. But, you know, one of the reasons is certainly that the panic that it would have caused. There would have been a lot of people, you know, in the United, in the United States and across the world who would have panicked over this news. I mean, imagine it's 1947, and you find out there's extraterrestrial beings uh present on our planet, you know, flying around in aircraft that is that performs w- far beyond anything that we're capable of producing or manufacturing. Uh, I and mean, what are they doing here? What are they up to? There'd be so many questions. there be, I mean, it would be an incredible uh it would be an incredible moment had they, you know, released this information right off the bat. It would have been just there would have been so many people so upset. That's all anybody would talk about. It'd be wondering what's going on. It'd be People would be living in fear. They wouldn't know what to do. They wouldn't know what to think. Uh, it'd be a, a constant concern, but I don't think that was the biggest reason. Uh, I think it was, it played a factor, but I think the biggest reason is, you know, now, now, a lot of people say that the United States wanted to keep it secret because they wanted to try to revert, reverse engineer the technology. And, and that's all true. But even a bigger aspect of that would be that, you know, it's 1947. OK, Russia's in the process of uh, manufacturing its first atomic bomb. OK, you know, United States is, you know, you know, spying on them at the time, trying to figure out when they do their first test, at, you know, at this very time. So imagine OK, now all of a sudden you, you announce, you know, oh, yeah, we just found a crashed flying saucer from outer space. It had, had uh, extraterrestrial beings in it. We're going to you know, study this now. Uh, you know, Russia would have looked at this and they would have been concerned. They would have been like, oh, my God, they have extraterrestrial technology at their fingertips now. What if they come up with something and, you know, we're not going to be able to we're not going to be able to mimic it. You know, we're not going to be able to fight back now. You know, this might, you know, the United States is probably looking at this and saying to themselves, Russia is going to, you know, they're going to have an itchy trigger finger now. They might just, you know, they might think, you know, hey, maybe we better just start dropping atomic bombs right when we get them. Because if we don't, they're going to figure out how to use these uh, alien spacecraft and they're going to, you know, start dropping bombs on us. And we won't, we, won't, we won't even know what hit us. I mean, that probably was the biggest concern. And, and another, you know, it, it within that. uh. You know, the, the politics that would have came out of it, the politics, the world politics, you know, with regard to this matter, everyone in the, every country would, would want to have access to this. They would want to see this thing. They would say, hey, hey, this is from some outer space. You know, I know it landed, in United, I know it landed, in United, crashed in the United States. But, hey, we, this is this is, you know, this is uh, the biggest story of all time. We should be, you know, all of humankind should be playing a part in this uh, discovery. So. That's, that's the reason that's the biggest reason concerns with Russia and, and also the politics, you know, of revealing what you have, you know, the, 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 the concern of panic, that was secondary. It was a concern, but you know, when you, here's the thing, you know, you could watch all the Roswell documentaries on TV and YouTube that you want, but you're never, ever, uh, and if you're still not convinced after you, after you watch those things of what happened out there, um. Uh, know that's because you're not you're not reading all the information you're not you're not looking at the books there's been many books written over the years since 1980 there's been books coming out and uh you know if you read if you were to read all these books you would see the number of witnesses that confirmed that this whole balloon the, the the air force you know contention in the 90s that it was this top secret weather balloon and and you know that 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 really crashed and and that the bodies, alien bodies that people saw were actually dummies, these anthropomorphic dummies, you know, you would realize that that whole Air Force uh, narrative is complete nonsense. It's just complete bogus nonsense. Okay. You would understand. I mean, because when you read a lot of these books that are out there, there's there's hundreds of firsthand, secondhand, hand witnesses, that when you put all their, their testimony together, it, it, it you know, you can see, you, you come up with a timeline, you can understand, you see, you understand what happened. There were threats that were made against people. The Air Force denies that this would ever happen, but it happened. There, there's just too many witnesses to this. Too many people experienced threats. But basically the bottom line is this, you know, there are numerous books out there. You know, there, there's books. Uh, the, the first one was the Roswell incident, which came out in 1980, uh, that was written by Bill Moore and Charles Berlitz. And then, um, uh, you know, there was uh, Crash at Corona written by Stan Stanton Friedman and uh, Don Berliner. That you know, that was a good book. But I I think the best books out there that you could look at, if you wanna if you want to truly, fully understand Roswell, you know, it's the work of the uh uh these books by Thomas Carey and Donald Schmidt. They had a c you know the first book I read from these guys was called Witness to Roswell. Uh, it was released in 2007. Then it was a an expanded version that came out a couple of years after that. And then their most recent book, Roswell: The Ultimate uh, Cold Case Closed. Uh, you, you read these kind of books, and you 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 understand that there was just uh, way too much, way too many witnesses, you know, to you know that came forward, you know, after you know during the 1980s and 90s, and into the 2000s, you know, that talked about. Uh, what really happened out there and when you put it all together you you realize that yeah this is <laughs> this is what happened you know basically uh there was uh you know, apparently at some time you know early July 1947 i mean when you get done reading all this information you 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 could see the big picture the big picture basically what what, what happened was that in you know either early July maybe even late June 1947 something blew up somehow uh over a ranch, uh, seventy-five miles northwest of Roswell, and then this object, uh, it, 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 you know, d- when it when it blew up for whatever reason, a lot of people speculate that it was struck by lightning, you know. And you have to remember, this was at a time when, you know, since June, there were reports of uh, flying discs all over the country, you know, all people were all all of a sudden people were seeing these things all over the place. OK, and then all of a sudden, you know, you know, something apparently blew up in the desert, 75 miles northwest of Roswell. It it it, it showered debris over this over a, a large swath of this ranch. Right. And then continued uh, toward uh, actually toward Roswell. And then until it finally crashed uh, just north of Roswell, 40 miles north of Roswell. So basically. Uh, and there was a lot of people that you know, that that were you know after at, after the fact saw the the remnants of this. There was people that saw the debris, you know, uh, you know, on, on the ranch that was seventy five miles uh, northwest of Roswell. There were people who saw the crashed actual saucer that was forty miles north of Roswell, and apparently in between both of those. Sp- places there was other things that were found apparently there might uh there were there were bodies also also found at, at at the impact site uh apparently four extraterrestrial bodies were found at the impact site and and possibly you know when you read this there was also in addition to those four bodies there may have been a couple of more two or three other bodies that were found uh between the debris uh the debris field and the and the impact site like Like somewhere along there, you know, when you read this, that's not really clear. But what is very clear is the impact site and the debris site. Okay, that's very clear. There was just too many people that witnessed this. There was too many people that were involved that had something to say and they had their own little piece of the story. And when, again, when you put it all together, when you read these books, again, I can't, uh, you know, I can't recommend them highly enough. You know, uh, Witness to Roswell and Roswell, The Ultimate Cold Case Closed uh, by Thomas Carey and Donald Schmidt. These books are are priceless if you want to find out the truth with regard to Roswell. You're going to get to hear from all of the witnesses. And, you know, one thing that, you know, when you as you read these books, it's clear that uh, these people, you know, nobody witnessed the balloon. Nobody witnessed the wreckage of a balloon. That's that's the funny part. Uh, but, you know, you come to the conclusion at the end that basically when this stuff first was happening before, like there was a press release that came out on, on July 8th, 1947, saying that the Army actually admitted the United States, well, the Army Air Force admitted that, yes, we have a, a crashed, we, the, the Army recovered a UFO. That was that was the press release. They, they have a flying saucer. We, we got one. You know, within hours, four or five hours later, the story was changed. They say, no, oh, it was just a weather balloon. Don't worry about it. You know, the, the story was changed out five hours. But this is how that started. I mean, when you read these books, you understand what really happened. Now, there were a lot of people that knew about the debris site. And the Army Air Force at the time and the Pentagon, They, they were, you know, they were about that. They didn't think they could cover that up because, you know, because there was too many people already that witnessed it, and there was several other civilian witnesses to this main impact site where the bodies and the, and, the, and the actual uh, uh, brunt of the spacecraft came down, forty miles north of Roswell. So they were going to co- cut. What you know, what you get out of these right these books is that they were going to cover up that part of it, and but admit to the, the debris field. You know, they got remnants of a flying saucer. Now, whether or not they ever had plans that say, hey, it was extraterrestrial, I, you know, that's unknown. But they were actually, that's why they released that press release at first, because they were admitting, they were going to admit, but, they, you know, that there was, uh, they did finally recover, uh, you know, remnants of a flying saucer. That was going to be it. But at some point after that release, somebody in the Pentagon decided, no, 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 we got to cover this whole thing up. But anyway, we got to say no. It's something else. It's a weather balloon. We can't let anybody else know that uh, a crash uh, that we just recovered a crashed flying saucer from outer space that has extraterrestrial beings in it, and one of these beings was still alive. Apparently, it died. You know, some weeks or a month or so after the event. I mean, based on all the information in these books, there was one of them that was still alive, barely. As you know, but it survived for a little while. I don't know how long. It you know, just unclear. You know, it was you know, it was still alive later on in July, apparently, because there was a witness to that uh, that's, that saw it at Wright Patterson Air Force Base in Ohio. You know, again, when you read these books, you know, you you find out all this information. A lot of stuff in these books. You don't. They couldn't fit it all into a one-hour-long documentary. You know, especially one of those documentaries where they got a bunch of people, armchair theorists, uh, armchair debunkers, actually, who just sit there and say, it's impossible. The Air Force, you know, they're not going to be able to fit it in, especially when you're putting in a bunch of nonsense along with it. So your best bet, if you really want to get to the bottom of Roswell, is to look at these two books. I I recommend the, there's other books out there. I recommend all of them, actually. But if you really want to get to the, the, you know, get witness to Roswell and, uh, uh roswell the ultimate cold case closed you know that that one just was released in 2020 get get those two books because then you'll get to the you'll understand that this this really happened you know now the mainstream media you know i I guess none of these people you know ever take the time out of their lives to to read uh uh reporting like this i mean this is this was great reporting by by schmidt and Kerry. i got it you know hats off to these guys because they did a they've oh, they've been looking into this for years. They've come out with numerous books in addition to those book, two books I'm mentioning uh that you could look at um you know look it up and uh you you could find out but that's that's you know you, you understand the reality of of this event after you look at the at, when you read all the documentation that's out there all the available information that's that's there then you then you know it's it was real. It really happened. And it's being covered up t- till today. I mean, I don't expect this Pentagon report that's supposed to be due before the end of uh, June of this year, 2021. I don't expect that report to admit to, oh, yeah, we think it's extraterrestrial. They, they're they not going to do that. Uh I think they should. I think this, you know, I think it's long overdue. I know that they know. They know what they have. Somebody there know. I mean, maybe not the people that are coming out with this report. They might not even be in the loop, but there's some faction within our government that knows a lot more than just what's going on, than just what happened at Roswell and what's still going on today. I mean, there's there's still people seeing UFOs all the time for all these years. They're here. There's extra. They are extraterrestrial. That's what they are. Okay. They're extraterrestrial. However, moving on, um, you know, the biggest reason, again, you know, I I think at some point, that's why that's the Roswell story changed. The Roswell story had to change because somebody in in Washington realized, hey, you know, think about the implications of of this information going public. You know, what's Russia going to think? That might give them an itchy trigger finger. They might want to start dropping atomic bombs right now. You know, once they get them, they, they, they might want to act right away because they, they maybe they won't want to take a chance. They might not want to take a chance and, and to see what we do with this recovered spacecraft. And then meanwhile, you're going to have all these other governments are going to be demanding, demanding that they get access to this stuff to look at it. You know, they, they want this is hey, this is this is a, a world shattering event. I mean, we, we should uh, the whole world should be in on this, you know, not just the United States. That's why it was covered up. That's the biggest reason panic was secondary. The panic it would cause, that was secondary. Anyway, thank you for listening.